whispered. That awful woman's going to be very suspicious, Philip whined. No, that woman is tired of you, Philip. She'll leave you alone. Trust me, Andrew said as Philip huffed off. Andrew punched in Ken's number. Can you remember exactly what the message was, he asked. Ken paused a moment. He said, the dark lady is mine, that's it. Then he hung up, he said. You're taking the dark lady on the tour, right? Unfortunately, yes, Andrew said. Philip insisted. You better keep an eye on it, Ken suggested before he hung up. Jenny was curious. What was that all about? she asked. Andrew glanced around the crowded airplane. I don't want to talk here, he whispered. Suddenly, two slim fingers tapped Andrew on the shoulder. He looked up impatiently, but smiled when he saw Nanive, Philip's wife. Andrew took her hand. You look wonderful as always, he said, admiring her elegant dress. Thank you, dear, Nanive said. I hope Philip wasn't too difficult. He gets so anxious, you know. No problem, Andrew shrugged. Nanive shook her head, smiling. He won't set that violin down for an instant, she said. If he gets up for anything, I have to hold it. Traveling with a baby would be easier. I could hold it, Andrew offered. Nanive smiled warmly. Thank you, dear. Isaac volunteered, too. But for some reason, it has to be me. All passengers must take their seats as we prepare for takeoff, a voice announced over the PA system. Nanive waved a graceful goodbye. I'd better go, she said. Jenny looked at Andrew. You have a crush on her, don't you? Andrew smiled. We're all in love with Nanive, every guy in the whole symphony. How on earth does Philip deserve her? No justice, Jenny suggested. Andrew nodded. If there was any justice, Isaac would be the star, and Philip would be number two. In your dreams, Jenny laughed. Dealing with Philip is half your job. Want a pillow? You should sleep. In a few hours, we arrive in Jerusalem. I am wiped out, Andrew admitted as he took a pillow from Jenny. Andrew was just drifting off when he remembered the email he had downloaded just before getting on the plane. He got out his laptop and found a few messages from friends and a lot of spam. Then he noticed one subject line, Dark Lady. The sender was smarter than you. He opened the message and read, Before you leave Jerusalem, the Dark Lady will be mine. Andrew was anxious to talk to Jenny, but she was sleeping. More than an assistant, she was a friend, and he needed a friend right now. He didn't really trust anyone but Jenny. For the next several hours, Andrew stared into space. Who had sent him the message? What in the world was he going to do about it? His mind went around in circles. Finally, his eyelids drooped, and he sank into the pillow. Then he heard the announcement. The airplane would be landing in 15 minutes. Wake up, Jenny. We're in Paris, Andrew said. How long before we catch the next plane, she yawned. I want to hear about that phone call.
We'll have an hour there, he said. Let's take a walk in the airport and I'll tell you about it. But just as the plane landed, a worried-looking trombone player hurried over. He'd left some music at home. Could he have the fax number of the hotel so his daughter could fax him the music? Then Philip and Neneve appeared. Philip couldn't bear airplane food. Could Andrew help them find something decent to eat in the airport? His talk with Jenny would have to wait. They looked at seven restaurants. Philip rejected every one. Finally, Jenny grumbled, We better find our gate or we'll miss our connection. To get to their gate, they had to pass through security once more. There they joined a long, slow-moving line of people waiting to be checked. All this security is insane, Philip complained angrily.